what it is, everybody. Welcome to episode 107 of Fish and Connoisseur, a movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, he's my favorite sack of shit. Rat brain! Sorry. Um, <laughs> nice. Sorry. I, I That was good. I don't really reference the films we watch until we're talking about them, so... No, I'm My impressed. name's Connor McDuff, you big fucks. I'm, How I'm, you doing? I'm glad you pulled that one out, because I, I, I was thinking about saying that you rat were my favourite rat brain, but it, it just didn't really work as well. I Your was, way worked when I was better. When I was watching the film, I was like, Fish is going to call me rat brain at least once. And so I'm actually... I'm shocked you didn't. You're jumping I'm, ahead. Yeah, nice. You got in first. Yeah, um, I, I'm impressed. I jumped in. I like it. Rat brain. If you hadn't picked it up by now, dear listeners, the reference is to the film we are about to review as a part of our Is It Really That Bad retrospective. The film is... Battlefield Earth. I already said it. Sorry. Oh, Um, did you? Did I jump? Yeah, I... It's hard to, just so everyone knows, it's fucking hard sometimes to hold a conversation because I don't know when Fish, I can't look at Fish to see when he's finishing talking, so I don't know if he's stopped or he's taken a breath. Fuck my life. Anyway, <laughs> we're, watch, we're reviewing Battlefield Earth. It stars the blonde guy um, from uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, and it also stars John Travolta. But quickly, before we get into it, I saw Girl on the Train last night in Gold Class. Oh, I've seen that too. It's, it's been getting shit on by critics. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fucking awesome. Emily Blunt is the one celebrity I have a like a crush on, um, and I thought she was next level. I fucking loved that film. Yeah, it was great. she killed it, man. I that's actually one of the very few books that I've read uh, yeah. before going and seeing a film, and it was a, a book that I I really. It's one of the best books I've ever written. Uh, written read. Written. Um, <laughs> I wish I wrote it. Girl on the Train, written by David Fishfeather. Yeah. That I've ever read. I was a bit um, worried about. Emily Blunt being like too pretty for that role, yeah. but nah, fuck, did they? Did she get uglied up? Like she, yeah. like she's, she plays a fucking drunk really well. So yeah, I I recommend going and see that movie as well. I don't understand why it's getting shit on as much. Why is it? Why is it getting shit on? Like everyone's like, yeah, it's not. You know what I think it is? In all honesty, this is goes past. This goes against everything I stand for. But honestly, I think it's because it's very post-feminist. Like that film is very like. The females were right all along. And I reckon that that plays a fucking part in it, man, because I can't fault this film. I can't. I can't find anything else. Like, yeah, I, I, was, I was wondering how somebody who hadn't read the book, like, obviously it all made sense to you and you, it picked up to you. Because I, yeah. you know, when you read the book, everything is it's not nearly quite as good. It, yeah. felt, it felt very rushed to me. Um, so I, I was sitting there thinking, like, Ken, would I be able to understand this if I hadn't read the books. I'm glad that you did because yeah. to me it made sense. And it was I, and fine. I, um, I just think it was, it's quite a, a good little murder mystery and we don't get too many of them anymore. It was, it was fucking excellent and the cinematography was gorgeous. What, what would you What would you rate it? What would you rate it out of I'd, five? I'd give it a four out of five. Yeah, I'd give it a four out of five too. Good Which call. Which good. Go see would... the girl on the train, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we probably yeah. should have reviewed that one. I did. I was thinking about that one, but I That's right. I didn't We're know if it would deep. be a, a big splash, and it doesn't sound We're, like many people are seeing it, so nah. probably a good We're idea. In. We're but in too deep. We're seeing this shit instead. We are damned to talk about Battlefield Earth, the saga of the year 3000, starring fucking John Travolta. You talked about that other guy, Barry Pepper, who, funnily enough, after um, reviewing The Magnificent Seven, Last week, that guy's been in a bunch of of the more recent westerns, like The Lone really? Ranger and um, True Grit. 
because I was I was looking at him like, I fucking know this guy is from all the westerns that I've seen in the last few years. So <laughs> there you go. We were talking about how we don't really watch westerns. Apparently, I do. There you go. Also, Forrest Whitaker's in it, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. How fucking hilarious. How fucking funny is that? Now, this this movie has been fucking condemned as one of the worst films, films of all time. Ever. Yeah. Like, ever. Like, I'm talking, this is like one of the granddaddies of bad fucking films. In, in fact, it cleaned up at the Razzies. Uh, when it was released in 2000. So the year 2001 Razzie Award, it won eight fucking Razzies, which was at the time a record. It was it was tied with Showgirls from 1995. It won Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Screenplay, Worst Actor, Worst Supporting Actor, Worst Supporting Actress, and Worst Screen Couple, which was John Travolta and anyone sharing the screen with him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I, I did hear that, um, John Travolta got a little bit uppity about it saying like, you know, you fuck you guys. You can't be talking about my shit like that. But Barry Pepper, you know, the, the main guy, Johnny, he was upset that they didn't tell him that he was going to win it because he wanted to, uh, he wanted to come in and be a part of that. He thought it was great. Oh, good on him. It's just, you know, you got to, you got to in these sort of situations. Like, I'm sure making this movie, like, at least halfway through, they would have all realized, like, what are we a part of here? It's sort of been put into that, that it's so bad, it's good sort of vein. So that's kind of what we're here to find out today. Well, look, let me fill you in with some some plot. Uh, Let me at least fucking try. So, uh, I don't... Just so you know, when I watched this film, I couldn't find it anywhere. So I watched it on my computer and the scrolling opening credits were in German. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what they fucking said. (laughs) But but I'm just going to assume basically these aliens invade Earth and they're like a big mining culture. So they've invaded Earth to mine it and basically decimated the human race. And the only humans that are left live in caves and shit. Basically... This caveman comes out to hunt. He gets captured by the aliens and thrown into their big city town where they enslave them and make them do, like, basic manual labor. <sighs> Fuck, here we go. I'm just taking a breath. I've got to think about it all. Um, <laughs> and then, and basically this, guy's, this guy, Johnny, he's the main guy, yeah, gets thrown in and he's like, what the fuck's going on? I don't want to be here. At the same time, John Travolta's one of these aliens and he's the head of security for this planet and he's keen to get transferred to another planet away from Earth because Earth is a shithole apparently and he gets told that he's not getting transferred and he's staying there forever and ever because he ended up fucking a senator's wife or some shit so he gets mad and his plan is to use humans to mine gold which has never been done before to mine all the gold and then run away with all the gold and say that there's a and fuck like I'm buy so his way off the planet as he's going to buy his way off yeah. the planet or some shit there was a whole other fucking bit anyway he fucking tries to do that and he sees that Johnny is like smart and so he basically f- fills Johnny with all of the knowledge of their culture which makes Johnny too smart and Johnny figures out how to have a revolution Johnny then gets all of his other fucking caveman friends who in a period of apparently six days learn how to fly perfectly a jet plane and get all of them to cause a revolution so they fucking blow up the little alien home dome thing, which is on Earth, which keeps their oxygen levels at the right thing or some shit. And so all the aliens suffocate and then somehow they have a bomb that's big enough to blow up a planet. 
and one of the humans goes to the other planet via a very convenient teleporter and blows it up. Wasn't it something to do with like radiation or something? I I know it was an explosion, but I, I, I feel like the radiation was too much for their it was it was something like that species, there was like or, yeah there was something like that and at the same time john travolta gets his arm blown off and stuck in a in a prison cell for leverage i guess because the galaxy will put a bounty on his head because of the what he's tried to do and that's all you know and then forrest whitaker's just hanging out yeah um, he's just laughing He's just fucking having a good time. He's laughing at how it's... absurd everything is. <laughs> well, I want to start off because I, I do remember this, like the, the case of this. I remember it yeah. distinctly, the face of fucking John Travolta and it just looking B-grade as fuck. Back in the days when Video Easy was still a thing, I used to go there is like, you know, we're talking U2000, so DVD was pretty prominent. This probably came out at the height of DVD. Yeah. And I remember seeing it there. And even as... A 13-year-old kid, I was like, nah, that looks crap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't well, want a part of that. I don't want a part well of there. any of this. I've All these years, I've kind of sat here thinking, like, poor John Travolta got pulled into this, you know, this movie that could have been the next Star Wars. Because that's what a lot of the, the talk, I've, I've done a little bit of reading on it, and everybody was talking yeah. about the script. This could be the next Star Wars. This could be the next Star Wars, or the next Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They wanted a sci-fi flick to fucking, you know blow people's minds and um and what i (laughs) but in my readings i found out that it's this is the travolta vehicle he fucking funded this like put uh, some of his own money to it he shopped this script around he like threatened to to not do other movies and threatened to leave his like agency because they weren't getting behind it and because john travolta is a massive supporter of scientology there was a lot of the, the, actually the guy who wrote the novel that this movie is based off is the, the guy who Scientology. fucking created Scientology. Yeah. So it, there was all this like controversy of that. It's like basically Scientology propaganda and blah, 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 blah. You know, Travolta goes on to say a lot that it's just a sci-fi flick, but you know, you could go in and fucking see the, see the similarities between the religion and and I guess the story, but I don't know. To me, it's just listen. A fucking if you're trying movie. to make propaganda and you get your characters in fucking like twenty inch heel boots, and you expect us to take it seriously, you are fucking dreaming, buddy. Let me tell you something about that. But yeah, nah, hey. Yeah, nah. I don't know. It's, it's nah. It, like, and now I can understand why this movie had such a backlash. Because reading yeah. all this shit, I'm kind of like, Jesus. Okay, well, because when like if you think of it from. Uh, the, the viewpoint of that Travolta, you know, got pulled into this. He's just been paid to play a part. You're kind of like, okay, poor Travolta. Because I like John Travolta. I think he's yeah. a fucking great actor. He's actually yeah. become like a really good villain, like prob- after this movie. But, you know, he just made his comeback in 1994 yeah, yeah. with Pulp Fiction and he used his star power to get this shit made. So it's like, fuck. Because I, re- I remember thinking, actually watching it just the other day, like... Poor John Travolta, he had a fucking hit with Pulp Fiction and came back with this. But this is his own doing. He did this all to himself. But yeah. I do. I must say, though, that the concept is pretty cool. The concept? Like, you know, like the, the idea of this race coming and enslaving the human race. We're in the year 3000. The human race has reverted back to caveman status. Because, and, and like all the little, the little hints to you know, uh, a working society that once was, and they, they call us the, like the gods 
you know, just left and did things like like I think it's all like a pretty cool idea in theory. Yeah. And so like this could have been a good movie in in terms of that like they had a good idea. But is it a good movie? No. Where should uh, we start? But, <laughs> look, let me let's just fucking start quickly with something a little I I'm gonna forget it, which is why I want to start with it. Okay. This film is like I don't know what they were doing, but I feel like they went to like Netherlands or Holland or something. Because uh, they're uh, Canada, they show full it. of fucking no, I'm saying it's full of fucking Dutch angles, is what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> yeah, nice. Every fucking shot is a Dutch <laughs> angle. What? Why? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> it's got this really like chatty '90s special effects feel about it, like you know, music video feel, like all the Dutch angles and like really harsh backlighting, a lot of smoke. Really weird yeah. use of slow motion, like really jittery slow motion. At times, it's kind of effective, but when you do it for every friggin' shot, it kind of loses its strength. <laughs> what, what are the things... I've realized this. Now, I... Man, I've, I'm covered in, like, bites of something. I've just noticed. Sorry. Um, I One of the things... You learn things about your body on the podcast. Uh, one mm. of the things um, I've picked up on with bad films is that there's two types of bad films. There's the bad film that's bad and shit to watch. And there's the bad film that's bad and fun to watch. Mm. And uh, that's because it's so terrible. You laugh and it's hard to figure out what the difference is for me personally. When I watch Freddy got fingered, I don't ever want to fucking sit through that again. But like I was watching this and I was having a bit of a giggle and I've realized it's because if the technical aspects of the film are really fucked. It's really funny. It's <laughs> really it. funny. And this, like, the technical aspects of this film are fucking dreadful. Like, in every in every facet, the editing is just fucked, like, beyond belief. <laughs> Dutch angles. The lighting is ridiculous. Like, they're like, uh, the director went, I'm feeling like a purple tinge. And the guy went, okay, so we'll flick, like, a bit of a purple gel. And he's like, no, no, no. I want everything to be purple. Like the same shit. Like everything in this film technically is a fucking mess. It's yeah, a but I feel like that was kind of a, a you know a thing of the time as well. It was probably a bit dated for its time, but like '90s low budget science fiction sort of shit. Like that's I feel like it, that's the kind of lighting that you would come to expect. But it wasn't low budget. It was like thirty million dollars. Yeah, I know, I know. But like these guys just didn't know what to do with their money, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing, like the thing to me that makes a bad movie good, is when like in in a in a so bad it's good way is when everything is so sincere like when yeah. the filmmakers and the actors all feel like they're really onto something here they feel yeah. like they're making the best movie ever fucking <laughs> true, made true tragedy and true it's legit tragedy. and i honestly feel like that's what's going on here like yeah, john travolta in his head was like i'm going to change the world with this movie and yeah. then he's brought on, you know, director Roger Christensen, and they've just teamed up and said, "Yeah, man, here we go." And, it's true, and it's and you can see it true. like they, it, it's so sincere. Like nobody's phoning it in. Everything's everything's fucking, you know, obviously being directed. But like I feel like everything's really, really overacted. So yeah. you can't really just phone that shit in if you know what I mean like like it's they so were going 100% doing this it, 
It's so hemmed up. Like, it's... Oh, my God. Like, especially it's everything so- to do with the humans. Like, we've got Barry Pepper. Like, every time somebody gets shot or something bad happens to them, no! it's like... Slow motion shot, Dutch angle, fucking slow motion hugs of people stopping each other from, you know. Jump stop. cut editing, jump cut editing, jump cut editing. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. it's so dramatic. And I don't know, I kind of was like, I was like you, I'm having a giggle at it. I'm having yeah, a bit of fun I, with like, that. Like, I'm... <laughs> it's a, it's a, look, it's a fun, I, you know, we always talk about how it's all about like, did we enjoy it? <laughs> it's a weird situation I'm in right now because I really had a fun time watching this, but like, <laughs> I, it wasn't like Sharknado level bad where it's like, oh, that's so goofy. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, I love Sharknado, scene, by the way. There's a scene, I've never seen it properly. I saw it once drunk. There's I've got to see the fourth one. Where Barry Pepper is getting shot at by about three um, alien dudes, three of them. Mm. And they've got little pistols and they're shooting at him. <laughs> And they're kind of blasting at him and he's taking cover and then he decides to run out. So these three people with pistols are shooting at him. And it cuts to a sequence of Barry Pepper for about two minutes of him running down like <laughs> this long strip of dirt. In slow motion. And in slow motion. And everything around him is exploding and there's rocks literally raining down on him the entire time <laughs> and then you cut back to shots of the aliens and they're just taking like pot shots they're just like bang 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 <laughs> you cut back yeah, yeah. it's fucking hilarious like it's so funny holy I, shit i had a similar a similar giggle the first time we see uh the laser fire <laughs> Oh my fucking god! I was kind of with the movie until then, you know. I'm kind of here. I'm like, oh yeah, all right. I'm liking the concept. Yeah. I'm this guy's, you know, going out on his own. He's gonna find out who the people who are enslaving the race are, and he finds these these hunters that have holed up in a fucking shopping center. Yeah. And I'm like, this is cool. I'm kind of here. And then <laughs> we're talking about the technical aspects of the film. Yeah. That laser fire. I think I could make something better on fucking Snapchat. That's like it is hilarious. out of hand. How bad that fucking laser it fire was so, is. But like the best part is like it's so pathetic, like so sad and disappointing, but it's played up like it's the most full-on impactful thing you've ever seen. Like that's what makes it so funny. Like it's so fucking stupid. Oh my god! And then he gets shot, and it's nothing. He gets shot, and it's like he's alive still. Like, I know. Just... Why was he all, like? I know they they sort of set up later that it's like yeah. there's a stun. Stun. Yeah. Oh, you mean set up? They mean they. Like, literally okay. cut to they go wait he's not good dead and then they cut to one close-up of the alien twisting a knob to stun and then an even closer close-up of the same alien twisting the knob to stun <laughs> just in case we didn't get it you know <laughs> fucking it's, hell it's on stun connor it's on it's stun. on is it on stun do you think wait <laughs> there might be a plot hole here i'm glad they covered that plot yeah hole. thank I'm god that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the one, one thing the one they, they were like cover. let's Let's figure that out <laughs> with three close-ups. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, okay, look, oh. the, this is the Travolta vehicle, so we got to talk about yeah. Travolta. So we've got past the, the shitty laser effect. We've got past yeah. the, the weird stun thing going on. And then Travolta comes in, <laughs> and he seems fucking pissed. Like, yeah. I'm like fuck all right like and i, I was kind of like i i heard i heard travolta was really bad in this movie and i'm mm. in that first probably 30 seconds to one minute i i saw a glimmer of hope of like fucking travolta like because he does he does the pissed off face really well 
I, I have to say. Like he he just looks like he wants you fucking dead. Yeah. And I and I appreciate that because he's obviously the big bad of this thing. So once he sort of stepped on, and you know also because he's the the actor that I'm sort of waiting to come in, and you know he brings a bit of star power to this largely sort of nobody cast at this point, and. When he came in, I was like, fuck, he's going to rip this guy's head off. He's going to be a fucking awesome villain. He's going to be great. And then he ruins it all. Yeah. It just he's goes a- on <laughs> and he just, he just, he just, he, oh, he's not good. He's so <laughs> bad. He's like, he, he starts out really angry and, and, and intimidating, but then sort of morphs into this weird thespian thing. Right. Rough brain, like what sort of fuck? You sound like Skeletor from He-Man. He does. He does. He's got this Rat weird brain. tinge to his voice. Mine, mine for me, or I'll kill someone. And then he doesn't ever do He's it. Like, uh, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite fucking bit, like one of the bits that I lost it at, was him, and he takes them all out, and he's like, "This is what's gonna happen if you cross me." I have no firearm training and there's a field of cows and he starts shooting at the cows and all the people look terrified but then it cuts to a shot of the cows and he shoots one of their legs off and it's so obviously fake and I fucking lost it. It's so funny. That's the villain in this film. The, the Darth Vader of this film is shooting cows. cows yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And, like, it's just so funny how he, how he has to like reiterate how good he is with everything like he's always talking always talking he's that classic saturday morning cartoon villain that just has no fucking place in this like in a a serious type of movie i feel like (laughs) but again like he thinks he's doing a fucking good job he does like he thinks he's darth vader he does he's like committed to it he's fucking Uh. in it there's that whole scene where he takes like man i don't understand his motivation he takes Johnny to a library to teach him how oh, humanity what's all failed, that about? and I was like, "How? What's this? How is this helping? Like, because the idea is that this 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 kid is resourceful. Yeah, he, he's you know he he's thinking for himself, and like he kind of needs somebody quickly that could learn how to use their machinery. But I don't understand why he gives it like what, yeah. him every single bit of information that these silo aliens. Like My, how how in any way can that help you? Because it's just giving you all your weaknesses away. It's exactly all the information fucking about your exactly. fucking you know your race away. Like there's just it makes no sense. Plot hole, McGee. My favorite part again. Like this is what I mean. I've got favorite bits of this film. I've got bits of this film. Like wow, I love that. I want to see that again. Is that he's in this library. <laughs> And again, why would you allow him to have like library time? He's in he's in this library. Why does he get rewarded? Like, it's a montage of a man reading, which is obvious. <laughs> like when you have <laughs> when you have thirty million dollars to spend on a film, you, you got to do it on a, a montage of a man reading. Anyway, again, I like that idea. I like the idea that you know he learns about how the yeah, human race once was. Stupid. such a strong thing and that they can stand up for each other like it makes sense in a in a narrative way to me but just like the motivation to get him there doesn't make sense it's, to me my favorite bit is that it's a montage of him reading books and then he turns a page and it says the declaration, declaration of, of independence, independence. <laughs> oh my fucking god like honestly that is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen like that is so on the nose even in a film where everything there like whoever fucking made this film 
is Pinocchio because their nose is so fucking big. Everything's on it. That for me, for some reason, just got to me. I was like, wow, that is fucked. That is fucking terrible. Like you're not even, you're not even trying to hide that. You're like, yeah, in this like ruined library, he found the one document that he needs to read. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. Oh my god. Well, let's let's talk about the silos, the the fucking alien race. The alien race. Now, like you said before, the, you've, we've got them in these fucking four-foot heels. They actually <laughs> walked around. They were nine-foot, and they walked around on stilts. And you can fucking tell because they look awkward as shit. They do. And they've got these huge fucking forehead things and predator hair. But yeah. the worst fucking thing... I can go with all that. But the worst fucking thing about these aliens is the hands. Oh, my God. They're dreadful, aren't they? They're like the sort of hands you buy from Crazy Clarks and you put on yeah. outside the house. They're literally just costume store grade fucking, you know, styrofoam hands. Yeah. And they don't, they like bend weird and they, and, and that's fine. Look, I understand like, you know, making costumes is hard. <laughs> and sometimes it's, it's, you, maybe they didn't have the money. They didn't have the time. Like whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care what the excuse is, but that's, you just avoid it. You don't shoot it. You don't fucking do close-ups on it. You just fucking pointed out two points oh, of the God, same it's... shot where we had a close-up of a fucking silo hand pulling a knob. And it like try, it's like really trying to get fucking a grasp on that little knob because those hands can't... The, the, the fucking fingers are so fat and stupid that they can't actually get in there. It's There are so many close-ups of the hands. They, they have no fucking shame. And I'm just sitting there going, holy crap. And I'm thinking to myself... You know, Predator. Predator is basically the same sort of kind of build that these guys are. Yeah, very are. similar. Yeah. And he's even got the dreads. He's got like, this is, they're very Predator-esque, these things. And the Predator hands were kind of silly as well. They 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 were a bit awkward, but they fucking shoot around that shit like, like fucking professionals do. <laughs> They made the Predator look intimidating, even though if you and me were looking at a guy in a Predator suit right now, he'd kind of look a little bit awkward. Yeah. That's called fucking cinematography. That's called filmmaking. It's movie magic. But how can they avoid their hands without losing Dutch angles? (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a fucking... If you guys don't know what a Dutch angle is, a Dutch angle is basically a normal shot, and then you tilt it maybe 45 degrees either left or right. And that, yeah, it's on a tilt. And like, so a lot of films do maybe one shot or a couple of shots. Use very it for famous, effect. Very famous in noir films where they use it when something's going wrong. And basically the whole reason this film was shot entirely with Dutch angles is because the whole film is so wrong the whole time. <laughs> I'm surprised the credits didn't roll diagonally. Like, let's be fucking honest. Like, it's... Oh, God. It's so funny. Holy shit. <laughs> so funny, man. Like, I can't even... I, you know what I'm like. I'm such a cranky piece of shit. Even when, like, you're having fun, you're like, oh, it's fun. Like, it's been entertainment. It's fun, you know. And, like, I'm like, nah, fuck that. It's fucked. And this comes along, and it's changed me as a person. It's like I found a religion. I should join Scientology. You really should. I, the the I, propaganda's I join, fucking worked. I want to join a cult where this film is played every Sunday. Just every Sunday. And then they take... It's a big book. It's, a, it's like a Bible, but it's just all about Battlefield Earth. And they just open, they just start analysing a scene. And that's, that's one of the days. Let's talk about the lesson we learned from this scene. And they just analyse the scene. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I want. That's the church I want to go to because this film is next level. Like, 
I think it's so bad it's good that we don't get it. Like, maybe we're just not on that, that plane of existence to find the beauty in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. I think you are finding the beauty in it, in its, oh, in its badness. Um, so I'm actually really surprised. I thought you would have been a lot more angrier about this no. one with how fucking dreadful it is. Because I, I, I feel like I'm more negative right now. I, like, I'm, I'm still there. I'm having, yeah. I'm having a good laugh with it. But for the most part in this film, I'm, I'm kind of like waiting for it to end. But oh, yeah, we'll, no. le- we'll leave that until we do yeah. our final thoughts. I, I've still no, got a few fine. more things until please, we get please. to that point. Please, that I want to bring up. Please shatter this film more. Yeah. Please. Um, one thing I, I, I found kind of funny was how, you know, when all the silos come to Earth to sort of, you know, tell John Travolta that he will be staying mm. uh, on Earth. They're all like, oh, how can you deal with this fucking shithole? Basically, like saying how horrible it is and why would you yeah. want to stay here and all this. And then we cut back to Silo and it's just this purple fucking industrial planet. It looks like shit. Like, how, how is Earth worse than that? Like, <laughs> And they're like at they're like at a bar getting drinks and they've got like hot girls. Well, alien girls, like yeah. pretty much willing to fuck the shit out of them at any point, And they get like manicures and pedicures and shit and they get all the stuff they want, but they're like, nah, this is fucked. I don't know. Look, let's not, maybe the world is, a, is maybe that world's just amazing. You know, we don't know what aliens like. Like, well, yeah, maybe. I guess it's what they know. So, yeah. but it was very similar to the way that earth was kind of portrayed. Like they, they'd set the, the earth up as an industrial hub, like their thing. So there wasn't much of a, a contrast there. And that just made me sort of laugh. The other thing that made me laugh the most was you brought it up in the fucking <laughs> in the plot summary. Okay, so old mate, old mate learns a heap of shit about yeah the um, silos and gets all that information smashed into his brain, and then goes on to learn about you know the bunkers and where all this military grade uh, weaponry is stashed, and of course. It only takes seven days to learn how to be a fighter pilot. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, that's hilarious. <laughs> and like, what, as my... soon as he said it, he was like seven days, and then he's like to his mate, he's like, okay, so you're go- I'm going to leave it to you to to teach all the people, like learn this and then teach all the people. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that takes years and years and years. My favorite part, right, of all this stuff is whenever something's very outlandish, they justify it. Like, that's what I love is that they justify it every single time. The best part is... The How was that justified? No, because the, this is what I mean. There's a bit where he's in the flight simulator and he goes, are you sure you can do this? Like, do you think you can, do you think you can do this? And he's like, it's just like riding a horse, piece of cake. And he's like, like they question it. So they acknowledge that, hey, like okay, we know yeah. this no, is No, I'll give it that. I'll give it that's, that. But no, but that's what I'm saying. It's so fucking stupid still. I love it. They're like, oh, no, we've covered that. We can move on. That's a, That plot hole's covered. It's fine. That We've said that it's a piece of cake. So the piece audience won't... The audience won't question it. Oh, that, fuck. That's another funny. thing. But they kept saying piece of cake, which was like a thing in the end. Piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake. cake. How, the, How fuck the fuck do they know, do they know what cake is? <laughs> When have these fucking primitive humans ever eaten cake or know the phrase piece of cake? Piece of cake. You know what's hilarious is that it's such a big thing and I thought the same thing. The first time I heard it, I'm like, how the fuck would they know what cake is? (laughs) But it's just so so stupid to me because they've they've gone gone through to a lot of effort to sort of explain 
where we are in time and how the human race has formed. Like, you know, the, like seeing the shopping center was like a really nice sort of thing and seeing Washington DC and them talking about this is where we, you know, people used to gather and things like, like this village, they call them villages. Like I like all that sort of stuff, but then to do something stupid, like have a, uh, you know, a modern saying from our time be used in a time when it would have no fucking reference to anything. It's just... Piece of cake. It's, it's, a, piece it's of cake. a piece of cake, yeah. It's a piece of cake, man. <laughs> this is... This is I don't know. This is it's one of those things. It's, it's hard to fucking really get into this because they are doing some right things, but there's a lot of wrong things going on. And at the end of the day, I'm still laughing at it. So... Where does that put this? Yeah, but I mean, like, it's not... The, the problem is, like, um, this is what I mean. Like, I, I, we go into films and we really want to enjoy it. And I could say I, I enjoyed this. But at the same time, like, I was waiting for this film to end. You know? Like, I was waiting for this to finish. It feels long. Um, mm. And it's only two hours. And, yeah, you know, not- I'm, I'm, I'm laughing at it. I'm not laughing with it. And, yeah, I, I had fun doing it. But it's a different sort of fun. It's not like Girl on the Train or it's not even like Step Brothers or Superbad or Jane... What is it? Jane Silent Jane Bob. Jane Silent Bob, Strike, Strike Back. Back. You know, like these films that we can go into and we appreciate on an artistic level and we appreciate on a, on a creative level and, and, and we're being entertained. We're laughing with it. We're, we respect what's happening in front of us, you know? No, I totally understand because this is, this is a type of film that I will generally get behind because I love yeah. bad films. I, and yeah. that's, that's half the reason why I wanted to do this retrospective is because I reckon there's a good quarter of my viewing that is dedicated to movies I know are going to be shit. But they're going to be fun as well. Like, I love the Sharknados. I love movies like The Room. I love movies like Birdemic, which are just two horrible, horrible films, but so sincere. Those filmmakers thought they were making a fucking masterpiece. And there's just something really... It's funny, it's hilarious, but it's also very humbling. Like, these, like, fuck these guys, you know, these Hollywood producers out there. Yeah, they can go out and throw millions and millions of dollars at a movie and, and make it. They, like, there's no fucking excuse for it to be shit. But these low, low-budget filmmakers that have gone out and given it a crack and thought that they were making something nice, that's a different thing. But here, this is a Hollywood film. This had what, like a $31 million yep. budget? Like, <laughs> that's that's what I'm trying to target in this retrospective is movies that had the chance to be good. And this is not good. This is not good. No, it's not. not. You know, we're, we're not, we don't but, respect it. We don't, we're not but looking not, at this. Yeah, not from a filmmaking perspective, yeah. but it's still, there is things in here to enjoy, like you said. But on yeah. that note, should we um should we move on to the, the good, the bad, and the ugly? I think we're- Let's, let's fucking do it. <laughs> The good. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? I don't know. I'm, I'm laughing because I everything that I find good is it could also be bad. Bad, yeah. It could also it could also be ugly. <laughs> um, you know what I can say? <laughs> I'm gonna say the good is that two minute slow mo scene of the rocks because <laughs> that is so it's like epic. it's. A, I was watching it. I'm like, this is actually really well shot and well done. <laughs> Just like, but this, well, that's but, one thing. I, I I feel like this movie isn't as technically bad as we kind of have said. Like it is in certain s- aspects, but it, it is quite well done. 
No, this is what I mean. There's moments where there's it's yeah. really good, and there's moments where like, what the fuck happened? Like, what happened? <laughs> I just picture, I just picture the like producer coming in. He's like, yep, here's thirty million. You got John Travolta. You got Bobby, whatever, whatever his fucking name is. You Barry got Great actors. It's based on a novel. It's a sci-fi. Here's all this money. You got it. You got it. I've read the script. It's fine. And then he just walks in on the final cut, and I just picture him looking at it and going, "What the fuck did you do? Like, what? What did you? You had do? all the right ingredients. You had everything there. What did you do? I gave you thirty million dollars, <laughs> and the director just goes." What's wrong with it? Like, I don't think he had any idea. I reckon the director just looked at the no. producer and went, what? Like, Again, what that sincerity. What It's fucking beautiful. What do you think is the good? I think the concept. I really like the idea of the film. Battlefield Earth. I think this, in another world, this could have been a fantastic movie. But just not this one. Yep. <laughs> the bad. Uh, um, genuinely bad. Like, things I was like, alright, I'm over this. Is, yeah. is, is its length. It's length was disappointing. It's a very slow film. And like it, it, yeah, it took, took me its two toll. guys to watch it. You know, like that was disappointing. Even come on guys. Like, yeah, that was sad. What about you? Travolta. Yeah. The, the fucking rumors that. are true. He is fucking horrendous in this movie. And it's even worse now that I know that this is all his own fault. He didn't get directed to do this. Like, I'm sure there was something to that, but it, I have a feeling he would have come in and been like, so I was thinking that I would I would play the character like this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and Roger Christensen's like, yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. you gave us $5 million, yeah. you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all good, yeah. Whatever you want, man. <laughs> so, no, that's horrible. And um, just some of, like, the this, this silly... Like, I'm going to do a double bad here, but, like, some of the... Double bad. Some of the fucking, like just where the motivation is for everything. Like you were saying, the motivation for giving yeah. Barry Pepper all the, the knowledge. There was another one that I wanted to bring up was when he, Barry Pepper gives the gun back to John Travolta. Do you remember? Like he had, yeah, the, he had the yeah, jump on yeah. him. What was that all about? Did I miss something there? That no, felt like cause he, he wants to go cause he needed to learn more of the technology. He realized he needed to go back and like figure out how to do everything and use all the tech and stuff. And he couldn't do that if they killed him because then they know that something was up. And really? That was there? I didn't pick that up at all. I even watched it twice. Really? Like, Why the fuck did not the whole movie that just that scene, just that bit. Just yeah. that, fuck no, no, no way. Um, I went back and watched that scene again. Cause I was like, yeah. uh, and I still couldn't get it. I was just like, fucking shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's i think that was it i think that was the justification on that one there yeah the ugly the heels man holy fucking shit <laughs> the heels were next level disgusting like they are just terrible like mm. like terrible terrible they were fucked yeah, what about keep, you keeping it in the same vein with the costume yeah. my the hands the hands are just the worst and it's and again like i can forgive them for having the hands but don't fucking give me like 20 close-ups of these shitty hands you've just you, you, I, nah, I can't get behind that can't get behind that <laughs> yep. hands and hands and feet are the two things that um we don't really like on the podcast just so yeah that's right we're not a, we're not about limbs you know what i watched the other day by the way inglorious bastards fucking still a great film anyway moving on from that oh actually right? that's funny that you say that because I, I i did want to bring up that quentin tarantino did get approached to direct this really <laughs> And of course he declined. Yeah. Because obviously course. Travolta and Tarantino had a relationship after Pulp oh, Fiction. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. 
That shit. is something I'd actually love to see. A sci-fi flick by Tarantino. It's too linear. He wouldn't do it. He doesn't really do linear. Oh, films. he would. He would just go in and butcher the fucking script. Yeah. and make it his own. But like, exactly. yeah, you know, I guess he was sort of just, you know, like, just he sort of becoming yeah. the the legend that he is, and he people Kill still Bill. considered that he might be a, a fucking director for hire, and he definitely is not. He makes his own shit, and that's it. Yep. Okay. Well, this movie won a ton of Razzies. This movie won. The worst movie of their first 25 years in doing Razzies. It won that. It also won the worst movie of the decade for the, the noughties. Where does it stand with us? Connor, what are your final thoughts? I thought it was fucking hilarious for all the wrong reasons. It genuinely is really, really bad. But I don't think it's the worst movie I've ever seen. I think it's hilarious. I think it's terrible. I think it's a high-budget sci-fi Hollywood film and I think the reason people say it's so terrible is because when you take in all those factors this film shouldn't be this bad you yeah. know like it's a it's a grand scale film and it's pretty fucking hilarious because it's so terrible you know and, and there's so much wrong with it and it doesn't make any sense as to why there's so much wrong with it and these are the best sort of films that to be bad because it's like sticking it to the man like even with money negativity can come like even with money and like mm. even with like even if your film's got all the like pieces there it can still be shit if you can't tell a good story and you can't get it across i still think freddy got fingered is the fucking worst thing i've ever seen and i just and i mean that with a with and all remind my heart. me to slap you next time i see you for saying fuck, such go, blasphemy go fuck yourself no but like i like genuinely like i you know i could i could i would watch this again drunk with my friends and mm. love it and laugh I wouldn't want to watch Freddy Got Fingered again, drunk. Maybe it's because it's a comedy and I don't like bad comedies because if they're not, the one thing they're meant to do is make me laugh. So maybe that's why. But I fucking hate Freddy Got Fingered. I, I don't like this at all. I like it I like it as a joke. You know what I mean? Like I like it as like, hey, this is, it's like laughing at a, a kid with one leg. No, it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's funny. It's fucking stupid. It shouldn't be funny. That's why it's funny. It shouldn't be funny. And that's why it shouldn't yeah, be Yeah, it's so bad. It's good. Exactly. That's exactly it. It gets a two out of five. It gets literally one point. So it would have been a one, but the only reason it gets one point is because of how much it made me laugh. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and I think that's what, uh, this movie is kind of expected to do these days. It's 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 gone into that that cult status mm. of the so bad it's good. So you brought up how it doesn't really have the excuse though to be so bad because of the fact that this did have a, a fair bit of money behind Big it. Big old had, money. You know, yeah. we had John Travolta who was a huge star at the time. Um, it, it it should have been good. It's been done on a grand scale and it, it very much should have been good. I feel that if this movie was done, even now, if this movie was done now was just like a sci-fi special movie, you know, the, like the Sharknadoes and any of those crazy yeah, yeah, creature yeah, feature yeah, things that they do, the, and they didn't have movies. John Travolta in yeah. it, and it was just a fucking silly, straight-to-TV bullshit sci-fi movie, this movie would wouldn't nearly have got as much backlash. It didn't have yeah. it wouldn't have that expectation. It, it probably would have exceeded it to be honest. It might have become one of the better sci-fi movies. But because it had all that expectation, it's just been torn to shreds and fucking rightfully so with a budget of 31 million dollars, which is just fucking crazy. Like fuckheads are, are getting paid this much money to make pieces of shit like this when there's struggling filmmakers like myself and you 
who are fucking, you know, yep. struggling to get any sort of budget. Imagine what we could do with $31 million. That's the beauty of this, though, is that they did think they were killing it. They did think they were fucking on it. And yeah, they had a lot of money to, to bounce around, but <laughs> they failed fucking miserably. They and fucked up. Yeah, there are a lot of bits where I'm having a good giggle at. And to be honest, I wish I did watch this with a bunch of, with a bunch of mates getting drunk because I would have had a much better time with it. But instead, yeah. I was watching it like I watched it yesterday morning and this morning because <laughs> I couldn't do it in one sitting. I fucking got it. I was like, I was it was doing my head in, um, and just watching John Travolta was infuriating me because he's a, an actor that I actually respect, and he has gone on to do better things, and he did much better things before this. This is just one little weird misstep, and like off. I don't really give a shit about fucking Scientology or what people believe and where they stand. Like, I, I like Tom Cruise as an actor and he's a big fucking Scientology promoter and, and John Travolta's right there with him. I just, I just base them on their merit. I don't care what they do in their, in their fucking spare time. But right here, this professional fucking performance that I'm apparently watching is just dead set fucking horrendous like i've seen better actors come out of star now which is a, a shitty fucking That's fucking saying like, something too it's a you know a, a local um casting site here free actors for free films free actors for free movies basically yeah. and that's not and that's not bagging star now I've, I've, I've found some really good actors on there but this is you know john travolta was below the lowest of the actors that I've seen on there in this yeah. movie. And it really killed it for me. I, I didn't have as much fun as you were having. I, I was laughing, but just not nearly as much. So I give it a 1.5. 1. 1.5 1. and a 2. Good fucking scores from two good fucking film critics. What's next week, Fish? Well, you might have noticed on our Facebook that uh, the word ah! Twilight has been getting thrown around. Damn it. Yep, okay. <laughs> we right. did put it out. We did say they... Uh, <sighs> You know, people could nominate movies that they wanted uh, us to talk about. So what do you say we talk about Twilight next week? Yeah, right. Let's fucking do it. Okay. Fucking Twilight. (laughs) I honestly didn't even think about doing Twilight in this thing. So when uh, it was my friend Nadine, who I mentioned in the podcast last week, um, she was the one who has condemned our fates. So next week we'll be talking about werewolves and vampires and fucking love triangles and Bella. This was like this was like the film to bash years ago, like eight years ago. This was the film to fucking bash. Mm, And now, and now, you know, the dead, the horse has literally spat out all the money it's got, and we're gonna go back and see if it's got any any fucking ten cent pieces left. I guess because we're doing it next week. (laughs) See if we can scrounge some change. See if we can scrounge some change. um, yeah, it really was the movie. Uh, Everyone the movie fucking to shit shits on, on like it, man. You couldn't, yeah. it, 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 it just wasn't okay for you to nah. like Twilight fucked. back in the day. Um, so let's let's see if it's worth liking it today. Follow us on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and is that it? And Facebook, right? And Facebook, we got some shit on there. It's great. It's lovely. It's ten out of ten. We hope you guys have enjoyed yourselves this week. I enjoyed myself. Actually, had this probably one of the more enjoyable podcasts we've done. I got, I had a giggle, and I don't really giggle much because I'm a sad man. It's a but fucking, yeah. it's a fucking damn shame yeah. that you it's can have sad, fun with this and not Freddie got fingered. Yeah, well, uh, that's because that's a film damn sucked. shame. It's a damn shame. Play the music, fish.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Fishing Connoisseur Movie. Fishing Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Battlefield Earth, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Battlefield Earth theme is performed by Elio Camaro, and the track The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly titles is performed by Ennio Morricone.